0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dwight Beal, and it is Monday, November 1, and I am here with Brad Koning. Say hello to
1: Brad. Brad, Brad, say hello to everybody. (laughs) I
0: I wanted them to say hello to you.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for uh, having me, Dwight. (laughs) You're welcome.
0: That was a smooth opening, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It's like we practiced it.
0: Yeah. Brad, give us a little picture of who you are. I mean, you've been around Victory Point for quite a while, so most people know who you are, but for those who are newer to the church who might be listening... Give us a a little snapshot of what you do and composition of your family and all that.
1: Sure. Uh, we've been around the Victory Point family for um, probably close to fifteen years now. Uh-huh. Um, my wife Jill, and then we have three kids, Ella, Kipton, and Graham. and um, yeah, we try and we Try and be involved in as much as we can. I'm an elder, um, been an elder for a while. I try and help out um once a month or so in the worship band. Mm-hmm. And people might see Jill over um in the nursery on Sunday mornings once in a while. Um, and hopefully you see my kids running around a bit. Yeah. So we live we live in Zealand, um, and I work in Zealand as well. And um My wife helps at the kids' school, and I help run our family business. And what's your family business? Uh, It's called Gibraltar, and we do some metal manufacturing for furniture parts. Cool. So what could you make for my house? Um, Probably nothing like overly awesome. (laughs) We mostly make table bases. Okay. There's a few at church uh, that you see, but... A okay. lot of more industrial or um, educational furniture type stuff.
0: Okay. So where at church could I see one of your table bases?
1: Oh, you could see it in the back room there by the offices. Okay. Probably a few. And there might be a few different scattered throughout. Okay. I don't really know where they all would be. Huh. well, so next time we're at the church together, I point, point one out to me. I will do that. <laughs>
0: okay. So a couple of questions for you about what you shared. You mentioned that you're an elder. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a mysterious thing for some of us. We wonder what you elders do. So what, what does the role of an elder look like for you?
1: Well, usually we meet out in the woods around midnight under a full moon. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, gratefully at victory point our group of elders is really just a really tight-knit group of people we spend probably more time praying together than we do talking about stuff that's good um, to know well we we do talk about stuff and and we need to um i think i think the way we go about it is a far cry from a lot of other churches experiences that i've heard and hmm. that's probably why i love serving hmm. in that way so much
0: yeah that's so cool to hear that yeah. our elders are prayerful people yeah and then i was curious where did you get the name kipton
1: oh i think i'll be honest i think that came from one of the uh reality shows my wife was watching
0: <laughs> no way
1: yeah i don't know which one
0: you don't want to admit like, which
1: one Like a, no i don't like a bachelor bachelorette probably. <laughs> Okay. It's a cool Gee, name. I've just never geez, heard it. You're going to have to confirm that sometime. Yeah. If, I, know, I know it was one character on one of those types of shows, though. Okay. Poor guy. Poor guy.
0: <laughs> hey, well, Brad, uh, why don't you take us into today's Bible reading? I'd love uh, to. Yeah, we're going to be reading out of Revelation chapter 21, if you want to follow along at home, verses 1 to 6. And it says 1 to 6a, so... Basically means like the
1: first part of verse six. Cool. Here we go. Here we go. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end.
0: Awesome. I love this section. I love Revelation. Do you? Uh, I do. Yeah, it's so imaginative and powerful and dramatic, you know? Yeah. But what what stood out to you as you've been hanging with this scripture the last few days?
1: I think for me that that statement, I am making everything new, mm-hmm. uh, is really what stood out for me. Yeah. In a passage when we can, you know, we read of things changing, right? And dramatically. So while that can seem scary and unknown, this passage is just so full of hope. It is.
0: So what does making everything new conjure up in your mind, Brad?
1: Well, you know, it was kind of funny when I read this. Kipton and I Mm -hmm. were were having a very deep theological conversation.
0: Awesome. How old is Kipton?
1: Kipton is 10. Okay, and we we're talking about what heaven will be like, or what the yes, the and we we're just debating whether or not we're going to be able to eat. <laughs> uh huh. And, and then if we can eat, well, will it be animals? Because do we have to like like? Can we do chicken? <laughs> but do we have to hunt in heaven? <laughs> so yeah, so I guess this is kind of feels very fitting for where my week's been. Um, <laughs> I love thinking about, you know, what will be. I think our Western mindset has us, you know, I grew up thinking we're going to go somewhere, like we're going to go to heaven. But I I feel like the Eastern mindset here is more like, it's going to be made new, like where we are is going to be made new, and God's going to join us in this new restored earth. And I think that has a lot of connotations of like, what do we work towards? And, And what do we do here while we're in the waiting? Mm -hmm. You know, Um, and again, I think we could get flustered and frustrated that we're living in this fractured time Mm -hmm. uh, where things don't work right and things are broken. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, again, this piece of hope where you go, well, I know what's waiting for me. And like, this is coming like this. Yes. God's coming with something new. You know, I kind of think of you're working if you have a car or something that just doesn't work and you're constantly having to tinker with it. Right. It's it's frustrating if that's the only thing you know and that's right. all you have to look forward to. But if you knew like somebody was going to be bringing you a brand new car in the future, uh-huh. uh, it's a lot easier and more manageable to just continue to work on it because, you know, everything's going to be okay and made right and to me, it's just kind of like, even tells us, you know, as far as reaching out to people, it's like, there's more than just this fractured world that we have to focus on and live in. Um, right. It's going to be made new. God's making it right. I love that. Those of us who
0: have bodies who are aging, well, I guess that includes all of us, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, just on that basic level, it's such good news. Like, wow, I'm going to get a new body right? Mm -hmm. Oh, this body that, that breaks down and gets sick sometimes. And so that's, that's going to be part of what's new. Uh, the earth will be made new. And I I think too, about strife that we feel in the world. And especially these days where things just feel so kind of polarized and divisive. I, I love thinking about that being made new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously just way more than, uh, just the physical, but emotional and relational, all these things that separate us from one another—you know, God's gonna, everything's gonna be made perfect, and there won't be separation and division.
0: So, just curious, Brad, what did your you and Kipton decide about whether or not we're going to eat in heaven?
1: Well, we decided that we have to eat, right? Because there's so much they talk about eating so much in the Bible, right? And, I mean, we were designed to eat. It's enjoyable, but we still are still, I don't know if, I don't know if we can eat chicken or (laughs) if we'll have to kill, like, can you kill something in heaven to eat it? That doesn't seem right.
0: You know what? That's a really great question. I don't think I've ever (laughs) thought about that before.
1: (laughs) I, I for one,
0: am pretty sure there's going to be food in heaven. I mean, it talks about the wedding feast of the lamb, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you can't have a feast without food, can you?
1: No, no. I think we uh, we did decide that there should be bagels with cream cheese.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, just covering the basics.
1: Yeah, and without, without adding too many carbs to our diet, you can <laughs> eat as much of it as you want.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I think too of when Jesus says at the Last Supper, he says, I'm not going to eat or drink of the fruit of the vine until... I'm in my father's kingdom. Mm. Right? Well, what, what else about this passage? I mean, there's so much in here. Did anything else really stand out to you?
1: The first time I read it, I accidentally read it uh, in the NLV. Uh-huh. And and it said something when he's talking about the one sitting on the throne, right? And then it says, Then he said to me, These things have happened. Hmm. And I, you know, now that we read it in the NIV, it says you know, it is done.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when I first read it as these things have happened, mm. they really caught me in going, okay, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> R- right. It almost sounds like past tense.
1: Yeah. And that's getting into revelation. Maybe that was part of his part of what he's seeing and all that, but. um Right.
0: That brings in some of the mystery of this whole vision, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean,
0: this vision was, part of the end times you know yeah the last days so for for him to say in verse six it is done or these things have already happened it's almost like john got launched into the future and was seeing what god had already accomplished yeah so that's cool that's a great insight
1: yeah and it definitely like a piece of me was trying to go okay well is he referring to jesus like the fact that Jesus came and we have the Holy spirit, because if, you know, we read about some of these, like, we definitely have a taste of this, right? Like Mm -hmm. God came, uh, he is dwelling among us within, you know, as the Holy spirit, Mm -hmm. um, he's in the, his mission is to restore and renew. So these things while not happening on the scale of what will be, these are real things that, uh, he is on mission doing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: throughout the world. So when we say things like, you know, Mm -hmm. let it be on earth as it is in heaven, this is what we're doing. This is what we're asking for.
0: Yeah. I love that you bring up that, you know, right now, God sent the Holy spirit to dwell in us, but in verse, what verse is this? In verse three, it says, God himself will be with them and be Mm -hmm. their God. It's almost like he's saying, I'm going to be with you in person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you've enjoyed my presence through the Holy Spirit, but I myself, along with the Holy Spirit, I would assume, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and my son Jesus, I just love that. that I circled the word himself, which is very relational, you know, just shows how relational God is. He longs to be with us eternally. So... Hey, our our time is getting on there. So Brad, would you have some kind of blessing that you could speak over our listeners before we tune out today?
1: Yeah, I would love to. Listeners, as you go out in your day today, uh, may God just give you his eyes and may you just see him making things new in your life and in the lives of those around you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, friends. Bye-bye.